Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash RS. Welcome to r slash Am I the Butthole, where OP finds out from his teacher that he's adopted. Am I the butthole for pretending that I didn't know that I was adopted to make my teacher embarrassed? Okay, so I'm in high school and this was in my English class. Our real teacher is on paternity leave and we have a long-term substitute. So yesterday, our substitute teacher was telling us she wants to write personal memoirs about something very important in our lives. And she goes about listing various examples for different students. She told me that I could write about being adopted and how I felt when my parents told me. Now, I must have made a face because I'm not adopted. I have two dads, but they had me through surrogacy. So technically, there was a legal adoption for my non-biological dad, but one of my dads is my biological dad. And my biological mom is my other dad's sister who donated her egg and carried me. Oh, that's really sweet. I think it would be a stretch to call me adopted. Also, this substitute has no basis to even know any of this because the only thing I've revealed in class is that I have two dads. Anyways, she's kind of old school and doesn't like it when we talk too loud or make any weird faces or whatever. She basically called me out on making a face and was like, OP, if you don't want to write about being adopted, you can choose another important topic to your life. Maybe how you help your dad at home. Yo, what the? One of my dads has cerebral palsy and is almost blind from optic neuropathy. I did previously write about my dad's blindness in another assignment with the previous teacher, so I guess that teacher must have left behind my assignment for the substitute so that she could get to know the class. I was confused, so I said, I'm not adopted. She just, yo man, what am I reading? She just puts her hand over her heart and goes, oh honey. 
So now my brain, which was lagging, caught up, and I realized that she's only thinking that I'm adopted because I have two dads. So at this point, I'm like, whatever, I'll just play into it. So I look upset and I'm like, I didn't know that I was adopted. She, <laughs> she's kind of panicking a bit and telling everyone to just start writing something. A lot, <laughs> a lot of my friends are laughing under their breath because they know that I'm not adopted. But she's telling everyone to quiet down and it's not funny and to get to work. <laughs> but I'm like, what do you mean I'm adopted? She's trying to tell me not to worry about it and, <laughs> and to just ask my dads when I get home. And I'm like, how can I be adopted? So she just sends me to the school counselor, and I told the counselor this story basically, and she gave off the vibe that it was a terrible thing to mess with the sub that way, and I could have just explained that I'm not adopted, because now I've made her worry unnecessarily and embarrassed her. I don't think parts of my life are up to her to decide what I want to share or not. And I feel like it's on her if she feels embarrassed for assumptions that she made. Maybe that makes me a butthole? Yo, what is this teacher's issue? Why is she broadcasting students' personal lives to the entire class? Extremely unprofessional. <laughs> and the way you handle this, Opie, <laughs> it's just so funny to me. I don't really think it was malicious or planned. I think you were just kind of shocked and you're just like, oh, uh, what? Huh? I'm adopted? <laughs> Honestly, this woman stepped into a landmine. It's not your fault that she's clumsy and stupid and clueless. That's her fault, OP. So I'm giving... <laughs> so I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes for what was honestly a masterful troll. I'm giving the teacher two out of five buttholes because she doesn't need to be broadcasting students' personal information to the entire school. Rude. Am I the butthole for not buying snacks for my daughter's best friend at a play date? I have an 11-year-old daughter, Ellie. She has a best friend, Sophie, who's 12. Both girls have special needs, and they're around 6 years old mentally. Sophie's mom called me yesterday and said that they were at an indoor playground, and Sophie wanted to know if Ellie could come and play. Sophie's mom offered to put me on her punch card. She prepays for 10 to 20 visits at a time because it's cheaper, so it'd be free for me. So I got Ellie in the car and we met them at the playground. After about an hour of playing, the girls started to get hungry. I packed a snack for Ellie, but Sophie's mom didn't have any snacks on her. I told her they sell snacks in the front, but she claimed that she didn't have any money on her and she asked me to buy Sophie some goldfish. I said, sure, Venmo me and I'll grab some. I said, no, I took care of my kid and it's not my job to take care of hers too. She said that she paid for my kid to get in so I could cover the $2 for goldfish. I told her that if she wanted me to bring snacks, she should have told me when she invited me. But I won't be wasting $2 for a 50-cent bag of goldfish because she was unprepared. She went up to the front, and I don't know if she lied about not having money, but she came back with goldfish and fruit snacks. Now she's being petty by asking me to pay her back for all the times we've used their membership and guest passes, so now we're not getting along. Now I'm going to have to see her at school drop-off and pick-up, ballet class, gymnastics class, and the girls' weekly play date. So I wanted to know if I'm the butthole for not buying her kid a snack. Yo, you guys. 
You guys, imagine, just imagine, imagine having a special needs child who luckily, oh my God, this is so incredible. This is the best news ever. Luckily, your special needs child has a best friend and those two can bond together and play together. And even though your daughter is probably going to get bullied at school and is going to have trouble making friends, at least she has Sophie and they can be best buds forever. And hey, even better, Sophie's mom is a kind, generous, caring soul who readily takes money out of her own purse to pay for you and your daughter because she just loves that Sophie has a friend. And then you're going to jeopardize that. Just throw the relationship away with that family over $2 goldfish. What? You're really going to jeopardize your daughter's relationship with her best friend just because... For, for, for two bucks? For two dollars? And this is after you have readily taken money from this woman. You won't give her two dollars back. OP, that is awful. This is just awful. I can't believe what I'm reading. Who, wh how did, wh what, what went through this woman's mind where she's going to think, I know what I'm going to do. I'm so upset about this. I'm going to go to Reddit. I'm going to make this post and everyone's going to agree with me that I was completely justified because not my kid, not my problem. And then I'll feel morally superior. Type, 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 type. Let me type this out. OP, honestly, what's wrong with you? What went through your head, man? Also, just for context, I actually take my own daughter to an indoor playground a lot, and I think the fee to get in is like 10 or $12 for context here. And if OP has used this woman's punch card many times, and we're probably talking about hundreds of dollars over the course of 10 plus visits. So OP is pretty, pretty scummy here. OP, I'm giving you, geez, three out of five buttholes. I know that seems high, over $2, but Really, honestly, the fact that you're willing to throw away this relationship with this other family and your daughter's best friend and potentially damage that is incredible to me. I, I can't believe what I'm reading. I'm giving the other mom in this scenario zero out of five buttholes. She is completely justified. You know what's even worse about this? Man, the more I think about this, the, the more it upsets me. OP's daughter has a best friend and she's going hungry. And OP is like, okay, go hungry then. Starve. You think I care? Damn, man. Just recently, I read that other story about about the family that spent like $750 on Christmas presents for the, the, the friend of their child. And then this, this person's like, $2? That's too rich for my blood. Just starve, kid. Even though my daughter loves you and she's your best friend, I don't care. Starve to death. Am I the butthole for not letting my brother and his wife come to my wedding? I'm a 19-year-old woman and I'm autistic. And no one else in my family is autistic. One of my brothers, Marcus, who's 29, got married to Lilith, who's 28, six years ago. They live far away from me, so I didn't know her that well until they moved back here a bit over a year ago. At first, I was really happy to have my brother around more, but the happiness didn't last long. It started with Lilith referring to me as it. Yo, what? I told her she can call me she or they, but it makes me uncomfortable and she apologized. Then she did it another time, and when I corrected her, she said that it was just a joke. I told her that it wasn't funny and to not do it. A while after that, I was having a hard time, and I needed to leave our bowling session early, and I heard Lilith say to Marcus as I was leaving, Don't feel bad. It's not your fault that it's restarted. Alright, guys, I'm going to say that again, just to, because this is a weird sentence, just so you understand what she said. Don't feel bad. It isn't your fault. It's restarted. If you don't know, restarted is a variation of the R slur word. I was upset and I talked to Marcus a couple of days later and she told me that she was just joking. I told him that it really bothered me and he said that he would talk to her. 
Fast forward a bit, and my fiance Sean, who's 28, wait, OP is 19, a 19 year old girl, and his fiance, and her fiance is a 28 year old man. Okay, okay. Fast forward a bit, and my 28 year old fiance Sean shows me about a conversation he had with Lilith over text. She basically insinuated that he has a kink for R-worded girls and that he did a good job finding such a pretty one who can't think but must be nice in other ways. Wow! Whoa! Sean was very upset that she had said this and so was I. I tried to talk to Marcus, but he just told me that Lilith has a dark sense of humor and that she didn't mean to upset anyone. I felt hurt by this still. So, when we made invites, we didn't include Marcus or Lilith. When they asked about it, I explained why I made the decision I did, and they were livid? Yo, what am I reading? Now, all my family is saying that if I don't let Marcus and Lilith come, then they won't come. They bring it up whenever I see them or try to talk to them, and they tell me that I'm being a butthole about it. Oh my god, oh my god, you people. Oh man, alright. OP's entire family is defending absolute scum. Absolute scum. Her only ally, this 19-year-old autistic girl's only ally, is her 28-year-old fiancé. Man, I don't even know what to say to this. Them's fighting words, to put it simply. If anything, OP, you're not going nearly far enough in your reaction here. You should be outraged, seething. I would be. Your fiancé should be, if he cares at all about you. I, man, I really, really, really hope that this fiancé is a genuine, loving, caring person and not predatory. In any event, OP, I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving your brother and your sister-in-law four out of five buttholes for being just absolute scum. And the rest of your family who's supporting them, three out of five buttholes for being diet scum. And I will refrain from giving your fiancé a butthole score because I don't know the contents of his heart, so I don't know what he's hoping to get out of this marriage. But I hope, I sincerely hope, that I can give him zero out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for creating a rule that when I host an event for the family, my sister's son is not allowed to come? I treat my family to dinners out and other events fairly often. My sister Charlotte recently moved closer to me and our parents. Before that, I only saw her and my nephew, Leo, for the holidays. I invited Charlotte to a family dinner out, and it was an absolute disaster because of Leo. Charlotte called me while she was driving to the restaurant. I could hear Leo yelling in the background. Charlotte asked Leo to wait a few minutes until she was done calling me, and then she would give Leo her phone. She wasn't doing anything to actually discipline Leo. My nephew's behavior was no better inside the restaurant. Leo's eight, but he was acting like some kind of two-year-old. He was jumping up and down on booths and yelling to get Charlotte's attention. He threw bread at another patron's service dog. My dad took away the bread after Leo ignored the first warning and Leo threw a tantrum. People were staring at us, and I would have been staring too. Leo's behavior was completely unacceptable. While all of this was happening, Charlotte just said things like, Oh, Leo, you can play on my phone, and wasn't doing anything to actually discipline my nephew. While we were outside leaving and Leo was with his grandparents out of earshot, I told Charlotte that this could never happen again. I told Charlotte that she needs to get Leo under control, and until she does, he's not welcome at any events in public that I host for the family. 
Charlotte said that I was a horrible person for excluding a child and to think how I would have felt as an 8-year-old to know that I wasn't welcome at family gatherings. But if Charlotte doesn't want to hurt Leo's feelings, then she can just not mention the family events that I host to Leo or actually do something to discipline Leo. Our parents, understandably, asked to not get involved in our disagreement. Our friends are divided because some are saying that Leo shouldn't even be in restaurants until Charlotte gets him under control. And others claim that what I described Leo doing was normal kid behavior. Am I the butthole? Well, yeah, acting out is normal kid behavior. Wanting to throw bread at a service dog is normal kid behavior. The thing is, here's a problem though. Allowing this behavior to happen over and over and over again is not normal behavior. The problem isn't that Leo is a rambunctious kid. The problem is that he's a rambunctious kid with zero consequences. So he just gets more and more rambunctious. You're completely justified, OP. And honestly, your sister needs a wake-up call. I doubt that this is going to be the wake-up call that she needs, but it's a step in the right direction. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Leo gets 1.5 out of 5 buttholes for being a disobedient brat, and your sister gets 3 out of 5 buttholes for being a bad mom. Am I the butthole for telling a stranger that I'm not her therapist and to stop interrupting my checkout at the store? I was at a bookstore last night after work. When I got to the register, it was empty. A moment later, an employee came back around with another customer. The other customer got in line behind me while still chatting with the employee. I could tell the employee was a little uncomfortable as she called me forward. The other customer stood literally right behind me as the employee kept trying to escape the conversation with like, Yeah? Oh really? Wow. The other customer was talking about how she'd been recently diagnosed with cancer, going into details about the treatment she needed, etc. Finally, she went quiet, and it was clear the employee was focused on my transaction and trying to ask me the whole, do you have a rewards card, do you want one, spiel. That's when the other customer turned to me and started giving me the same story. I said that I'm sorry to hear about your diagnosis and went back to speaking to the employee. The customer still kept talking, right in my ear, saying, yeah, I'm so pissed, why'd this have to happen to me? Finally, I told her, you need to back up and give me some space. Stop interrupting our conversations. She started saying, I have cancer. I need to vent. I said, again, sorry to hear that, but we're not your therapists. Back up. She backed up and went silent. The employee looked relieved. I told my wife about what happened, and she told me that I was rude. The woman was clearly going through something. I said, as a former retail worker, I despised people who unloaded their days on me, and she was clearly making the employee uncomfortable while also standing right next to me. My wife said that I was in the wrong. Am I the butthole? Well, my wife thinks that I'm a little on the abrasive side, so take this advice with a grain of salt, but personally, I think you're in the clear here, OP. You don't know this lady, so mind your own business, and she can mind her own business as well. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes, I'm giving her 1 out of 5 buttholes. That was r slash am I the butthole, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.